Welcome to the Scrap Happier Podcast, where we share quick tips, tricks, and techniques to help you create scrapbooks you love and be happier while doing it. I'm your host, Alice Bull. I'm so glad that you're joining us for the podcast today. It's episode 15. That feels like a little bit of a celebration. And to celebrate that, I thought we should really dig into the heart of scrapbooking, or maybe better yet, what used to be the heart of scrapbooking, and that is scraps. Do we actually even use scraps in our scrapbooks anymore? What place do scraps actually have? And why should we consider using scraps? And today I brought one of my very best friends, Dietrich Kessel, on to the podcast because she is seriously the best at using scraps in her scrapbooks and traveler's notebooks. Welcome to the podcast, Dietra. Thank you so much for having me, Alice. I'm so excited about this because I have had the chance to see you create your books up close and personal, in person, and you make them in the moment a lot of times, and you really get the scraps into them. But maybe before we dive into that, can we kind of talk about in the original days of scrapbooking, there was actually scraps and kind of maybe talk about why there's not anymore? Well, you know, for me, I found some books that I had done when I was in high school and junior high. And they consisted of not so many pictures because pictures weren't so um, available then, but they had a lot of tickets and a lot of um, certificates that I had gotten as a child. And I had my first Disneyland ticket in there when I went to Disney at the age of eight. And it was so interesting to look back on those things and see what those things look like. And that's kind of why I enjoy that because things change so much over the years. Yeah, like now you don't get like a physical ticket that you hold in your hand. I had Disney tickets. And like, it's funny because my my little mementos like that weren't actually saved in a scrapbook because I'm like, oh, I wish I was a scrapbooker sooner, right? Like, I wish I could had that story to tell. I wish I could tell that story. But that's literally not my story. But I saved things like that. Like I definitely have certificates from my childhood and ticket stubs, like our Disney ticket stubs for sure. Like technically I didn't have the Cinderella one, but somebody else in our family did. So, you know, that was kind of the one that I claimed. (laughs) I understand that. I actually did have a picture now that I think back on it of me with one of the three little pigs. And I don't know where that was taken, but it was with that ticket. So it must have been either at Disneyland or I did go to Knott's Berry Farm as a young child too. So, Oh, that's so fun. Have you seen, like, how long have you been scrapbooking? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, um, like I said, those were back in junior high and high school. So that was in the 80s. I'm not trying to date you or I'm not trying to out you. <laughs> oh, good. I'm a proud 50-year-old. I guess that would make it almost 35 years. And I think like when I was introduced to scrapbooking, like there was almost this fear of using like ephemera and tickets and things that weren't certified acid free, uh, lignin free, buffered papers, you know, all of that thing. And I really saw scrapbooking develop as a hobby without the scraps. 
Do you recognize that struggle? I totally do. And, you know, as we've had these conversations in the past and things, it's made me reflect on how important it is, I think, to have those those things that were true memories. My mom actually gave me an envelope of things that were from my childhood. And so I guess for me, looking back on those has really made me feel the importance of keeping things that may not seem very important right now to us, but to our children later on. They might like to see, you know, what a package to something might look like or a ticket. As you said, Disney doesn't even, I mean, you barely even have anything to show for it. When you go to Disney, you get a lanyard maybe or something like that. But so many things are going to digital. And here I have this first ticket that I, you know, can look back on and say, yeah, that's what it looked like. And it kind of gives you those memories even more. Mm Mm-hmm. And so as things have changed, like now we were having a conversation the other day with some of the members from our Scrap Happy group. Um, A note to the listeners, if you are interested, you can get more info at scraphappy.org. Yeah, we were talking about ephemera and people had some supplies. I think they were Tim Holt supplies that had ephemera and they were all excited because the ephemera was like, receipts and tickets and different things like that. And some of them were even from people's hometowns. Like they were super surprised to find this in this collection that everybody can buy. You know, part of me was like, that's so cool. And part of me was like, it's sad because why aren't we using our own ephemera and collecting our own stuff? And it's so easy to find too. I mean, I know for me, when I've gone on trips, I've actually kept the receipts with the addresses on them. So I know exactly where I went. I've also, um, just here in town, there's been times that I've gotten something from a store that I thought was interesting and kept it. And that's really what the, what's in those packages is interesting things, but I think we just need to keep our eyes open for those. You know, an interesting business card or an interesting flyer for something. Um, I just think that we look at everything so disposable now and we don't look for those unique things that are out there that are free or virtually free instead of, you know, putting money into Tim Holt's pocket. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sure like people aren't really offended by that. That's, (laughs) that's, I hope not. That's why I know he got my money with those scissors. Like I don't even know how many pairs of Tim Holt scissors I have because they're so genius. (laughs) Well, and I am guilty of buying Tim Holt's ephemera too. Some of it's pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah. And that's totally the thing. Like it's, it can be a combination. It's not saying that by using your own stuff, you can't also use the other things. But what kind of things are you including? Like, do you have a bunch of go-to items that you look for when you're out and about so that you can put them into your traveler's notebooks or onto your scrapbook pages? Well, for me, it really just depends on on the trip I'm on. Or for example, um, last week's podcast, you had mentioned um, candy um, around Halloween. And I have a 16-year-old now, so we don't do trick-or-treating and those kind of things. But I thought, I need to get a package of candy corn so that I can scrapbook that package. And so I bought a small little bag of it. And I thought that would be fun to include because who knows what it'll look like, the packaging will look like in years to come. And so it's always kind of fun to have the real package on your 
scrapbook page. So that's a plan. And I just noticed today that it's National Candy Corn Day. So I thought that might be fun to add onto that page. Because we're recording this the day before Halloween. It makes sense that today would be National Candy Corn Day. It does. (laughs) So you're on Team Candy Corn because there is like a debate like candy corn versus no candy corn. I like it with peanuts myself. And I actually took a picture of that. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. So it's a matter for you of bringing these scraps that represent memories and bringing it in with your stories and with the things that, you know, represent the stuff that you're interested in, the stuff that you're participating in, and just like these little pieces of your life. So it really is a true scrap book that you create wrappers and tickets. Are there other kind of things that you look for when you're out and about? Well, I think back, um, I had made a um, book about my trip to Hawaii and I was there for two weeks. So I had a lot of time. So I made this big scrapbook about Hawaii and I showed it to someone and they actually said to me, why did you collect all this trash? And to me, I think sometimes we make scrapbooks to show others, but these books that I make are more for myself and to remember those, those memories, but also for my son and my husband, because they'll look at the piece of sugar cane that I had gotten from the sugar cane store and know that was what that was from. And it's those kind of things. So they're really very personal. And I think sometimes We do our scrapbooking for others outside of us. So maybe they look more like pieces of art or something like that. So it's more pleasant to their eye where I am. I usually try to do things that give me that memory. I'm not a very good journaler, but I can look at things and remember it just off of the packaging or, you know, the dates on things of when I was somewhere and that kind of thing. That is a really beautiful observation when you're really scrapbooking for yourself to remember your memories. Like it doesn't have to be perfectly matched with the perfect colors, with the perfect design. It really is about reliving that moment and capturing that memory. Oh, that's beautiful. (laughs) That's really beautiful. Thank you. I know that you include things like newspaper clippings, napkins, postcards. So one thing that I very much enjoy using are newspapers. And hotels usually have them readily available. So I will use the date or something like that. You know, look at the headlines in the newspaper and I'll cut those out and I'll put them on on the page for that day. And that way I have the newspaper date. And it's a neat way of keeping track of what day it is when I'm on that trip. Did you put leaves in one of your books? I did. I did. (laughs) I think that was the, um, the one from Hawaii. I had that big leaf. We had seen a lot of different things that we've never seen before. And I think I put that with the um, poinsettias that are actually living Um, They're they're like flowers in their yards, and it was at Christmas time. So I think that's when I put that in there. Yes. Well, and if somebody was concerned about putting a leaf because it, you know, it might break down and degrade over time, you can, you know, you could laminate it. You could, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe do a a leaf rubbing, like or something of that sort, to kind of capture that and and really 
bring that into your book, that that real element of real. I've also seen you do tickets, Mm -hmm. uh, pockets and envelopes of different kinds and creating pockets out of different pieces that you picked up, brochures, labels from your candies and snacks, um, using maps. Like that's one thing about Disney, right? I didn't even know if they do maps at Disneyland and stuff anymore, but nothing was as cool when you were a kid as like having that Disney map and saying, we're going over to this ride next. (laughs) So a map is a wonderful thing to include. Most definitely. So how, like when you're out on on the go, how do you actually get your pictures? Like, because you include some pictures as you go. How do you do that when you're out and about? Well, I have um, a Canon selfie that I use. And then I also um, got the sprocket. And so I usually take my sprocket. I actually went to Ecuador and it was a backpack that I got to take. I didn't get to check any luggage. So I had my sprocket. And you had talked about bags. I have tried to find a bag, some type of shopping bag that I can put my scrapbooks in if I'm on a trip. So that way I have everything contained. And then I use that as kind of a container to hold my scrapbook because it's just one more thing that I like to have as a memory. And then another thing I try to do is I, I like to buy some souvenirs. But I don't like, I'm not a t-shirt person or person to buy things like that. So I usually try to find like maybe some ribbon. I got some ribbon from Ecuador or maybe some charms, um, keychains, and I attach those to the book. And it just kind of gives it that extra flair and whimsy that I like to include because it's a fun time. So I want to enjoy those fun times. So when I was in Ecuador, I have a llama and like a little whistle that is part of their culture. If I ever make it to Paris, I'll probably put an Eiffel Tower on my scrapbook I make. Well, I hope you get to go to Paris because (laughs) I was so charmed. I spent like literally only a day and a half in Paris. I drugged my kids there and then we went out to the countryside to hang out with some family. But I was so excited to go and my kids were... And I were both so like, well, all three of us, I shouldn't say both. We were all three were so impressed at how impressive the Eiffel Tower is on the Paris skyline because it just stands right out like nothing is tall like it is. Um, so that was just kind of cool. Anyways, I I love that you make these travel books like on the go. So kind of when you come home, there might be a few details that you're adding to the book, but you're actually getting kind of getting it done while you're on the trip. Yes. Do you have any tips for for trying to do that while you're on the go? Well, first off, I make it a priority. It's part of my trip. I have found in the past that it's like go, go, go. And I just don't really enjoy the trip when it's a go, go, go trip. So I try to at least set aside a half an hour, maybe an hour every day where I can just kind of reflect. And that might be late at night. Um, It depends on who I'm traveling with. There's been times I've taken trips by myself and I give myself a few hours just to kind of reflect on the day and, you know, do some scrapbooking and maybe, you know, watch a a YouTube video or two to get some inspiration because sometimes you need that, but just have that downtime. And so that's what I like to do in my downtime. 
Um, I have scrapbooked on airplanes. Sometimes I do that, um, you know, do some scrapbooking on the way home on the airplane in reflection if I'm not able to make that time. I also sometimes just put all of the uh, ephemera that I pick up, the cards or the receipts or the, you know, little tchotchkes. I put them in the book and then I put the the pictures in the book later because sometimes that is what takes so long. But it makes it easier if everything's already in the book. Um, I've also tried to like maybe make base pages before I go. And I just don't think that works for me personally, because if I make a base page, then I'm already anticipating what the trip's going to be like, where if I have a blank page and I'm able to make the background out of, you know, brochures that I might've gotten or a map, as you were talking about earlier, then I can build off of that makes the trip more part of the book and not what I had anticipated earlier. So what kind of things do you kind of put into your book so that you have them handy? Like what kinds of things do you find the most handy to have for supplies? Like a little, do you have like a little pencil case or what do you take so that you can actually put this together on the go? So usually I try to take, um, I try to kind of limit myself to one, like a, a cosmetic bag, that size of container. So I may put some stickers in there, uh, maybe some um, alphabet, because you don't really use big alphabet in a traveler's notebook, that kind of style. I like traveler's notebooks, to be honest with you. Um, So you don't use big, I don't use big, um, like thickers or anything like that in those. I use smaller alphas, so I might put that. Um, But, you know, I really enjoy um, using newspapers. I usually kind of do cut things out of newspapers for titles and things. So I might have some um, small letters, um, maybe an ink pad, or maybe some watercolors. So if I need to change the colors in my background, I can do that. Um, Maybe a sticker sheet or two. Um, If I'm going somewhere tropical, maybe some flowers. If I'm going to Alaska, maybe something around that. If I have some stickers um, and I'm traveling to New York, for instance, I might put those stickers if they're around New York, and then that way I can add to it. I like to look for those things on on my trip, so I don't normally try to include those. Adhesive, when like I said, when I went to Ecuador, I had to take some sewing scissors, which were one-inch sewing scissors, and that was the only thing I had to cut stuff up but I knew that they would let me have those on the plane. So it just depends on where I'm traveling. And then you're using scraps, like obviously in your traveler's notebooks, but some of these little scraps from life kind of make it into your regular scrapbooks too. Like, do you have any good examples of that? I sure do. Well, for for first, I was talking about the um, candy corn and having that packaging in there just as a a memory of this year and um and Halloween. My son will leave me notes sometimes and he left me a very special note this last week because um he has now started driving by himself and I woke up to him being gone to school and he had left me a, a note saying that um that he loved me and to have a good day. Hmm. And so that went on to a scrapbook page? It sure did. It sure did. Well That's such a great memory to be able to keep. And now it's time for the tip of the day. Well, I would say my tip of the day is to look around 
and see what you have that brings back a memory in your home that may usually go in the garbage can, but use it on a page instead as ephemera or something to encourage journaling. That's a really great tip. And I really like it because right now it doesn't seem important. Like some of these things don't seem important right now. But I know when I look back in old photos, it's like, oh, that's the old Pepsi label. And my mom drank so much Pepsi. And, you know, that's that old packaging from this. And these are the treats that we loved. And, oh, those are the things my mom always put out for Christmas or whatever the situation is. Like seeing that packaging, those things that just don't seem important at the time, they really have this new feeling to them. Once you're looking back through the lens of time. Exactly. In fact, you talked about a Pepsi can. I actually cut up a Pepsi can and put it in one of my books, the Hawaii book, because it said made in Hawaii. And I thought that was kind of funny. (laughs) I don't know if I'm brave enough to chop up a Pepsi can, but I love that you did that. (laughs) So Every time we like to finish our episode with a prompt of the day. Do you have a prompt for us? I do. So now that you have found that piece of ephemera, memory, memorabilia in your home, perhaps a map or brochure or receipt or card, use it on your next scrapbook page. That's the perfect combination that just like leads one to the next. That was awesome. Oh my gosh, Deidre, I love this so much. And you're going to hook us up with some pictures and some ideas, right? So that we can share this on the show notes so that people can really get a feel of how special your books can be when you're including your scraps in them. Yes, I sure will. I'll take some pictures and we'll have them on the show notes. Thank you everyone so much for listening to episode 15 of the podcast. Hopefully our discussion today will help you look at scrapbooking in a whole new light and think about the things from your life that you'd like to incorporate into your memory keeping. Thank you, Deidre, for being here and for sharing your best tips. If you'd like to connect with us online, all of the links are going to be on the episode show notes, and you can find those at scraphappy.org slash episode 15. Thank you, Alice. If you create a layout inspired by today's prompt and tip, you know that we would love to see it. Be sure to tag us on Instagram using the hashtag scraphappierpodcast. This is the part where I ask you to leave me a rating or review. A rating is super easy. You literally scroll down to the bottom of the Apple podcast and click the little five stars to fill them up. And then you can also click to leave a review there. And it's really easy too. And here's the first review that I ever received on the podcast. It says, you're so cute, Alice. I love you. Yeah, that one was left for me by my husband. So we could really use a few more. And thankfully, there are some. And I'll be reading them over the next few weeks. And I'd really love to share yours. So if you're enjoying the show, please leave me a review. I hope that today's podcast inspired you to use some ephemera on your pages and to collect things that represent your life to really tell your own story, to make pages for yourself. To scrap book. 
And of course, I hope that this will help you make pages that you love. Happy scrapping!